Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Sanctuary Church of the Holy Spirit. You have joined us for our morning message. We are happy to be ministering live and virtually to all of you. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This day has never been seen in the earth realm. And at 11.59, she's going to sleep and will never be seen again. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so we want to give God praise and thanksgiving for this day. We want to thank him for waking us up this morning. We want to thank him for all of the unseen treasures we have yet to discover in this day. We want to thank him that he exhaled so we can inhale. We want to give him honor. We want to give him glory. We want to praise his holy, omnipotent name. We want to thank the God of the universe, of the galaxies, the unseen yet powerful, omnipotent God, our Father, the lover of our souls, we want to thank him for his word, his word that has creative power. We want to thank him for his son who shed his blood that we may have life and have it more abundantly. We want to thank him for his sacrifice that we would have eternal life and that we would be forgiven for our sins and the weight of the law that had us so bound and unable to fulfill. We want to thank him that because he died, huh, we can have relationship again with our father. We want to thank the Lord for Holy Spirit. Huh, that brings us comfort. That brings us joy. That brings us wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. We want to thank God for food on our table, roof over our head, and even in places, situations, and circumstances where that is a challenge, we thank God for hope. We thank God for faith. We thank God for sustaining us. We thank God. We give him praise and we give him glory. We thank God that we have a testimony. The word says that we overcome by our testimony. Why? Because sometimes when we start to talk about the goodness of God, Sometimes when we start to talk about what we survived, sometimes when we begin to talk about, ha, huh, and look back and see from whence we have come, we see the invisible hands of God that has carried us. Glory, hallelujah. So when we talk, it encourages our own spirit. It strengthens our own spirit. But it also gives somebody else a chance. It also encourages somebody else. 
It also propels somebody else just a little further down the road. Glory, hallelujah. We thank God for purpose and for destiny. We thank God for ordering our footsteps. We thank God. You know, if you count your blessings, two objects can't be in the same space at the same time. They can't occupy it. One occupies and one goes. And so we want the, the grace and the favor of God to occupy our space. So when sadness comes and, and when depression comes and when oppression comes and when darkness comes, if we start talking to that thing by counting our blessings, there's a song that says, count your blessings one by one, count your blessings every day. And when you start counting your blessings, huh, how simple, when you wake up, God, my eyes open this morning, blessing number one. God, I swung my feet and they hit the floor, blessing number two. God, I was able to go to the bathroom and my body worked the way it was created, blessing number three. God, when I opened my mouth to say thank you, I heard my own voice. Blessing number four and five. I heard, I articulated, there was sound, I can see. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Our blessings begin with the opening of our eyes. And if we would begin to just thank him, if we would begin to start looking from his perspective and not life's perspective, if we would begin to look from above and not from in front of us, if we would begin to look from our spiritual eye and not our natural eye, we would get a whole nother outlook, a whole nother understanding. We would, you, you can't help yourself but get excited. You can't help yourself but to praise God. You can't help yourself because the spirit in you is getting filled and infused and strengthened the more you count your blessings. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. The Bible tells us, y'all, there will be trials. There will be tribulations. There will be on this earth, in this place that we reside and call our home, in these bodies of dirt and clay, we will have decay. We will have tribulation. Excuse me, but Jesus said, I overcame all of it so that you can, you can. Was it easy? No, but guess what? We are built for this. I had a, a, a evangelist tell me, evangelist tell me yesterday, huh? And I told her, you know, I won't pray. I won't give a name if I don't say it right. So <laughs> I'm just going to say evangelist. In case I mess up what she said to me and she see this and she said, oh, I did not say that, Apostle Jay. I didn't say that. So the essence of what she said is we built for tough or ram tough or whatever your tough thing is. We have the strength of Hercules on steroids. We have overcoming victorious power at our disposal. We can take our natural 
and marry it, merge it, immerse it in God's super and watch miracles, signs, and wonders happen in our lives. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm excited today. I have been excited, 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 excited. Huh? Ever since I've been talking with the leadership and the saints of God this morning. Glory. Hallelujah. He's such a good dad. He's such a good dad. He is such a good dad. And I know what you're saying. How can you say that with all the things that are happening in the world? Well, my Bible tells me that there will be wars and there will be rumors of wars. Let me say that one more time. The B-I-B-L-E says, forewarns you, gives you advanced knowledge. There will be wars and there will be rumors of wars in this place we call earth. Glory, hallelujah. Our job, hallelujah, is to be able to navigate, to be able to stand in the gap, to be able to bring healing, to be able to show the light of God in the midst of the darkest darkness. Ha! So, that brings me to my message this morning. I have a message from the Lord hallelujah and that message unto you i'll give and it's part three now god early this morning changed it from what it was to what it is but we follow him and his unction okay because he knows what you need when you don't and this part is isaiah 41 10 fear not fear not our God, Daddy, we come to you this morning with an overflowingly grateful heart. We come to you this morning thanking you for this day, the opportunities in this day, for the souls that will be saved in this day, for the hearts that will be healed in these days, for the oppression and depression and, and the spirits that will be crushed annihilated, removed, and set free today. God, hallelujah, we come before your throne, bowing in grace and humble submission, lifting you up, oh God, lifting you up, oh God, lifting up your son like Moses lifted the serpent so that when people look up to the hills from which cometh their strength, that they may see, be delivered, be healed, be set free, that they may know and get understanding of who they are and whose they are. Father, we bless your kingdom today. We give you all honor and we give you all glory. And it is so, and it is so, and it is so. In verse 10 of Isaiah 41, Israel had come through some things. There, there were some things going on. And, and so God understands that 
Sometimes when we are going through the issues of life, the situations and the circumstances that can hit us, that can overwhelm us, you know, that you can go to sleep feeling fine and wake up the next morning with with pains or or some type of physical malady that wasn't there when you went to sleep that you can get up and begin to walk through your own house and trip and fall and break something that you can walk out your door and be robbed that that you can drive your car and be in an accident that there are all kind of things that can happen to you directly to those you love, to those you're acquainted with, and to total strangers you have empathy for when you hear of the situation. But what he's saying here is regardless of the craziness and the chaos that is happening around you, regardless of the noise that is blocking out everything else, and regardless of the human emotion that is taking over the fear. It's okay to be afraid. He created that so that when you are afraid, the mechanisms created inside you that fight or flight will activate so you know whether to stay and fight your ground or to run and live to fight another day. Glory, hallelujah. So your body was created to automatically ascertain the situation and respond to it. Ha, But he's telling you here in this scripture to encourage your hearts. He's saying, do not fear. Don't be afraid. Why? For I am with you. And, and, and I want y'all to catch that I am. I am. He said to Moses, Moses said, who shall I tell him you are? What name shall I give you? And he said, tell him I am. I am anything you need me to be when you need me to be it. I am all things to all people. I am the beginning of the word impossible that makes impossible possible. I am part of everything I am. And he said, I am with you. I am with you. If God before you, who can be against you? And if he's with you in whatever situation, circumstance, you find yourself that you are not alone. You might Feel alone in your natural emotion. It might appear alone to your natural eye. But he's telling you right now, you don't have to be afraid because there are more for you than against you. I'm with you. And if I'm with you, that means the entire kingdom of heaven is with you. And I can make heaven manifest on earth. I am with you. Glory, hallelujah. And then he says, do not be dismayed. Hmm. What does that mean? 
That means don't get distressed. Don't stress out. Because the only thing stressing does is raise your blood pressure, which can result in a heart attack, a stroke, or depression. Hmm. Don't get unsettled. Don't allow yourself to become off balance. Don't get unnerved or upset. Don't let this thing rattle you. For I am your God and I am with you and I will strengthen you. I will make you stronger. I will reinforce you. I will brace you up. I will toughen you so that you can handle what it is that you have to face. So that you have the ability to go through what it is you need to go through. I will toughen you so their words won't affect you, so their faces won't affect you, so what they do to you will no longer have an effect on you. I will make you so that you're able to endure and you're able to overcome. When my husband passed, the first thing I said when I realized he had transitioned into another place, my first thought was, God, how am I going to get through this? How? In an instant, all of our dreams, our goals, our aspirations were over in an instant. He had planned to retire in two days and we were going to travel and we were going to get a vacation home and we were going to go on to go on to spend more time with the grands, have more time for family and each other because we were basically empty nesters. We had spent our whole lives raising children and, and helping family and, and, and raising, uh, 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 grandchildren and now it was time for us we were having a, a a wonderful time in ministry traveling and ministering and meeting new people and suddenly there it was i was facing a situation a circumstance i had not expected and I was apprehensive and I was filled with anxiety, human emotions. I, I, I was filled with fear of the future, of the next moment in the present, which is your future. The second that hasn't come yet beyond the second you are in is future. What does that second look like? What is it bringing? How do I deal with this? How do I tell my children their father is no longer here? How do I go to bed tonight and, and sleep in the bed with the space beside me empty? How do I tell my heart not to holler? How do I tell my mind to be quiet? How, God? And he said, do not fear. 
because I am with you. And I don't want you stressing. And I don't want you to get so off balance that you create a whole nother situation within yourself. I don't want you so rattled and so upset that you bring a confusion to your mind that only earthly medication is introduced. I don't want you to begin to hear voices that are not my voice, follow directions that are not my instructions. I don't want you to be oppressed by spirits that now have permission to enter your sphere of influence. So I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to make you stronger, baby. I'm going to reinforce you. I'm going to brace you up. And I'm going to toughen you. So no matter what comes at you through this thing, no matter what comes at you as a result of this, no matter what comes at you as you make this journey into widowhood, you will be able to put one foot in front of the other. You will be able to hold your head high. You will be able to push your life forward. You will be able. Why? Because not only am I going to strengthen you, but I'm going to help you. I'm going to make it a little easier for you. I'm going to assist you. I'm going to aid you in what you have to do. I'm going to bring people across your path that are going to help make it easier, that are going to assist you in the necessities, that are going to aid you in your journey. See, sometimes we're so focused. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Sometimes we're so focused on the fear. We're so focused on the fear. We're so focused on the fear and what brought the fear that we can't see God. We're so focused with our natural eyes and all five of our senses that the supernatural is put on a shelf and we're trying to figure out how to navigate all by ourselves. When he told you, he said, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm right here with you. Don't do it. And then he said, I will uphold you. There's a lot of promises in here. I am with you. I'm your God. Yeah, I will strengthen you, help you. And now I'm going to uphold you. What does that mean? That means I will support you. I'm going to take hold of you. I'm going to maintain you. And in some situations, I'm going to validate who you are and whose you are. And then I'm going to vindicate you. Because as you go through this situation, lies are going to be told about you. As you go through your situation, 
gossip is going to go on about you as you go through this situation. Jealousy is going to rise up as you go through this situation. There will be covetousness. As you go through this situation, weapons will be formed. That's a message for another day. So I'm going to vindicate you. And then there are people who don't believe that you are who you are. There are people that don't believe you should be where you are. There are people who think. And so I'm going to validate you in their eyesight. There are some people listening to the sound of my voice. You've been called to ministry. The Bible says, not just called, but chosen. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. And, and if you're one of the chosen ones, you really know that you're chosen. But fear holds you back. Being more in tune to what people think and what people say and what they display towards you as opposed to what God said. Looking at your natural capabilities, and especially if somebody has beat your esteem down and convinced you that you not, you are not, you are not, you are not who God said you are. But God said, I will vindicate you. Let them, let them act like park apes. Let them act like circus performers. Let them be whatever they want to be and whoever they want to be. But I, God, will vindicate you. The world, whether it's your little tiny closed world or the world universal, will see what I want them to see when I want them to see it. And I will vindicate you. I will validate you that yes, you're mine. Yes, I called you. Yes, I pushed you forward. Yes, I've elevated you. Yes, I promoted you. Yes, I've infused you with gifts, talents, and skills to do the job. Yes. Even now, as we listen to the news and we hear, you know, the war in Russia and Ukraine it, it is terrible. Such a unprecedented, not since Hitler, really. But we're in war every day. We're in war in our neighborhoods. We're in war in our cities. We're in war in our states. We're in war in our government. We're in war against substance abuse. We're in war against racism and sexism. We're at war one against another. Almost the North against the South, the Democrats against the Republicans. We're at war. And, and, and it's natural to begin to get apprehensive 
apprehensive. It's natural to begin to become unsettled with what you're seeing in front of you. It is natural for it to rattle you because it affects you and it has an effect on you. But God is saying to you today, don't let fear become your God. Don't let fear become all you think about. You got a bill and you can't pay it. And so you worry over that bill. You become anxious over that bill and you can't even sleep because of that bill. And now your blood pressure's up. Now your stomach is bothering. Now you have nervous bowels. Now all kinds of physical manifestations are happening. Why? Because you're worrying about something you can't change. But God can. God can. I, I, I take other people's testimonies and my mama said, and the Bible says that God's not a respecter of a person. And my mom used to say, if he did it for anybody, he can do it for you. Have you asked him? And so I had a friend and he's still my friend. He's still living. And he told me, he testified one time of how he, he went to have a utility turned on. And the whole time he went, he he was rattled and and he was stressing because he had a past due bill and he and this and that and a third. And, and when he was sitting there, they started telling him what they couldn't do, and and he said he just started praying. He he needed to calm his nerves. He needed to clear his mind, and he just started praying. And when he started praying, the whole electrical system shut down. Y'all hearing me? Computers went dead, lights went off. And when the emergency power came back on, the computer still didn't come back up. And it took a while before the electricity was back on and the computer's power back up. And they couldn't figure it out, but it has surged back to the mainframe. So when they tried to bring up his account, and see, God didn't just help him. He helped a whole bunch of people that day because everybody connected to that thing. Are y'all listening to me? Everybody connected to that thing. Their information was wiped out. And so the utility company was like, well, uh, do you remember what the bill was? Like, I'm going to tell you, I just watched God perform a miracle. I just watched God wipe a charge out. <laughs> That's like I'm standing before the judge. And the prosecutor, Satan, brought a charge. And the blood of Jesus has smeared across the page. And God only sees the blood of Jesus. And the devil's like, uh, there was a charge. And God said, what was the charge? And you say, oh, I, 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 I'm vindicated. Ah! It's been paid already. Time has been served. Glory, hallelujah, I'm free. God, I'm watching you wipe it out. And so he said he was just quiet. And so the person said, well, let me go get my supervisor. 
And then the supervisor called to their headquarters and the headquarters couldn't find anything either. And they said, well, the only thing you can do is start from scratch. Won't he do it if you give him the opportunity? He said he left there with a clean slate, a new beginning. God is saying, with my right hand, with the right hand of my righteousness, with my justice. So that goes back, if you fear not, if you don't allow that spirit to oppress you, distress you, cause you anxiety, if you don't get off balance and, 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 and get chaotic in your own mind, in your own life, if you would be still so you can hear the voice of God and see his salvation, he said, I'm with you. I'm going to make you stronger. I'm going to reinforce you. I'm going to brace you. I'm going to toughen you. And then I'm going to make it easier for you. I'm going to assist you and aid you. And then I'm going to support you and maintain you. I'm going to vindicate you and validate you. And I'm going to do it through my justice and not the justice of the world, not the justice of man not the justice of any other system or any other God, but through mine. And my justice is looking through my righteousness, which is looking through the lens of the sacrifice of my son and the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. Are you under the blood today? Have you been immersed in the blood of Jesus? So that when God looks at you, when Jesus goes before the throne of grace, his blood begins to testify on your behalf. And God says, vindicated. God says, validated. Situation and circumstances, no match for you. So yes, there are rumors of wars. And there are wars going on all around us. Our children are shooting each other and killing each other in the street non-discriminatory, just, just, just wild, wild west everywhere. But the Bible told us that there would be dark times. Gross darkness would cover the earth, that son would be against father, mother against daughter. Families would be at each other's throats. They, he said there would be tribulation and trials. There would be trying times. Things were going to happen. There would be persecutions and prosecutions in this world. But Jesus said, I have overcome them all and you can overcome them all. I have a message from the Lord. Hallelujah. The message is fear not. Isaiah 41.10. For I am with you, says the Lord. He loves us. He is faithful. He's long-suffering. Glory. Hallelujah. And we praise him and we honor him today. Because regardless of what it is that's in front of you, there is nothing impossible for God. Why? Look at that word. I am possible. Look at that word. God said, I am. What do you need today? 
You need to go to I am so he can be what you need when you need it. Because he said that he's going to make it easier for us. Because he said that he's going to do it through the lens of his justice. That he said he was going to maintain us. So what do you need for maintenance? Do you need food on your table? Do you need utilities paid? Do you need a raise in pay? Do you need a new car? Not what you want, because he said, I'll give you the desires that you want. But he said he would make sure our needs were met. He would meet every need. So when we go to him, yes, we go to him with petitions. But go to him with praise. Put them peas together. Go to him with praise. Count your blessings and thank him. Give him the testimony of your mouth. Give him. Use the shafar called your throat to honor him. And watch what he does. God wants you today to move forward. He wants you today to not get stuck in Lodabar. He wants you today to change seasons and to shift positions. He wants you today to take the gift he's given you called the present, to unwrap it and see all of the miraculous things it contains because it contains salvation. It contains overcoming. It contains victory. It contains favor, signs, wonders, and miracles. It contains relationships reconciled. It contains this day opportunities, divine networking, witty ideas it contains and if you're struggling use what you have when the widow had run out of money and she couldn't see how to go forward the prophet told her use what you have what do you have in your house and she said well i got oil and flour use that use that make some bread so we can eat and if you do what I say, do the way I tell you to do it, you will never run out again. And so she trusted God and she trusted the word of the prophet and she made bread and she fed him first and then she and her child ate. And then he said, now take every vessel you have in your house that's empty and fill it. And she became an instant entrepreneur selling oil in her community and her oil didn't run out. Can you imagine? I just had to go to the store to buy a bottle of oil so I could cook dinner last night. Can you imagine that every time I open my cabinet and I reach my hand in, that that bottle would be full? And as a matter of fact, every empty bottle, jar, vase, container I had in my house, filled up with oil, and I just start selling some oil. Or maybe you craft or you sew. 
or you're good at mathematics and you could tutor somebody. You have the tools at your hands to help you out of your situation. We have to stop looking at things are beneath us or, or we're not good enough or it's not good. We have to change our mindset, change our perspective. God is giving you witty ideas and opportunities. And if you don't move forward on it, then he sends it to the next person who's a willing participant. You might can string beads. You might can play hair. Start where you are with what you have. Stop letting fear dictate your behavior and your thought process and start letting God. Start telling fear about your God and stop telling God about your fear. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah. When the bill comes in the house, I look at that bill and I say, Dad, I don't know how we paying this. Let me know what it is you want me to do and how you want me to do it. Because you said that you would maintain me. You said the righteous would never bake bread. You said that I'm yours and I'm a kingdom citizen. And I'm in right standing with you because you're righteous. You said. And because you said some stuff and I utterly believe what you said, I'm standing on your word. How willing are you to wait? We talked about this morning. I was speaking with a pastor from South Africa this morning and we started talking about waiting on the Lord. And she said, you know what? I'm willing to wait. I'm, I'm not going to be in a hurry because when I get in a hurry, I miss God. When I get in a hurry, I start moving on my own understanding and volition. I'm willing to wait. That's one of my favorite songs that Juanita Bynum sings. I will wait on you, Lord. I will wait on you, Lord. Because I understand that whatever you do is greater than whatever I could ever do and so much more excellent. And I will try, God, as part of my daily routine to not be anxious for anything, not to move in fear because of what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing. There will be wars and there will be rumors of wars on this earth. Glory, hallelujah. But God, but God, but God, but God said, fear not. Isaiah 41.10. Saints, family, I have a message from the Lord. And that message is fear not. Fear not, fear not, fear not. I am so grateful that you joined me today for the message. If you want to bless the ministry, it's on the screen. If you want to get in touch with the ministry, please inbox us or email us. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube or to 
follow if you're on Facebook, hit that little bell so that you will always be alerted when we are live. I can't wait to see what the Lord will do this week. I can't wait to get back together with you next Sunday because guess what? I will have a message from the Lord for you and for me. God loves you. And if you are not in relationship with him, if you have never by faith stepped into salvation, I offer you the chance today. The Bible says that you simply have to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You just got to believe that Jesus is the son of God. And then confess that belief with your mouth. You got to believe that he lives. He lives. He lives. And he lives so that you can have eternal life. And confess that. You don't have to do backflips. You don't got to foam at the mouth. You don't have to do the snake up the aisle. You don't, you don't got to do none of that stuff. Because salvation is by faith and your faith alone. You have to believe. And, and, and that word believe is that everything in you comes into agreement and the understanding and the knowledge that Jesus is the son of God and he lives. And, and, and then you confess that thing. You say that thing. And when you do, the Bible says you're saved. And it's God's desire that every soul be saved, that every mind be renewed, that every relationship be restored. So won't you give God a try today and join the fellowship, join the kingdom of God, join the family of Elohim, Adonai, join. Get in relationship with the one who can make you stronger, with the one who can make it easier, with the one who can take hold and support and maintain you, validate you and vindicate you, with the one who will bring justice to your life, to your situation, to your circumstances, to your issues, to the one who loves you so much, you, yes, you that he let the only son he had sacrifice his life in a horrific beat down and death for you, just for you. And he waits patiently to be in relationship with you. He's just waiting for you. So why don't you today get to know your dad Get to know Jesus who sacrificed all for you. Get to know Holy Spirit that can bring you wisdom, discernment, knowledge, and comfort. Get to know the kingdom that you could be a citizen of. Get to know something other than what you do. And if you know him, then praise him. If you know him, 
then deepen your relationship with him. If you know him, then practice his presence. If you know him, go have a conversation with him. If you know him, love on him because he loves you. This is Prophetess Jane Brandon Brown, Sanctuary Church of the Holy Spirit, saying that we love you. We were glad to share this word with you. We look forward to the next time we come together in this thing called kingdom. Be blessed, be empowered, go forth and know 